You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the RX Blue Cloudcast, your pharmacy software business partner, providing the benefits of an all-inclusive cloud pharmacy management solution in Seoul Blue Ocean Company. The RX Blue experience is dedicated to helping independent pharmacies prosper through Pharmacy Concierge Client Care, which provides the service and support beyond what you deserve, all the while continuing to empower your pharmacy's operations. RX Blue believes pharmacists need streamlined workflow, intelligent software, and intuitive user interface management that utilizes current cloud technology. With the increasing power of the internet, pharmacies using RxBlue are now more data and natural disaster secure while being able to connect from anywhere 24-7, 365 days per year. This is the RxBlue Cloudcast. We're different, we're better, and we're ready to help you prosper as a pharmacy owner. Please join us in today's episode. As someone who understands what pharmacies go through, pharmacy owners go through, especially in the institutional long-term care pharmacy space. I've talked to so many owners that have said there's three major disruptions to a pharmacy operation. And I'm not sure what comes first, second, or third, but it's training new staff and implementing new staff, switching a wholesaler, or changing your pharmacy management system. And with regards to how disruptive it can be to your operations. We've partnered up with RX Blue, which is an amazing organization that's really dedicated to helping independent pharmacies prosper through technology. You can find their information on their master website. It's rxbluebluebluebluecom rxblu.com. My friend over there, Vince Costanzo, he really cares about the success of pharmacies, and he's a nerd like I am, where He wants to position technology as a tool that is unseen behind the scenes that you really don't even have to think about. And the intuitiveness of his system is very impressive, but it's not me that that we want to talk to today. And you don't want to hear from me. You want to hear from pharmacy owners out there really doing some amazing things with technology to serve their patients, serve their community, be prosperous and be able to continue to grow. So I'd like to introduce Ty Stout to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation, and he's the owner of El Teljon Pharmacy in Fraser Park. Ty, how do you say the name of your pharmacy? Because I butchered the name. (laughs) That's okay, Todd. Uh, It's actually El Tejon. Uh, It's it's Spanish for the badger. And um, my my name is Ty Stout. I'm with El Tejon Pharmacy. uh, we actually have three locations. Uh, we use the RX Blue system at our Fraser Park location. Um, it was a startup, kind of a pet project of mine, and uh, we've we've been at it now for a little over three years, and it keeps growing every day. Why did you want to become a pharmacy owner? What happened at that path in your life? I was telling you my path in uh, podcasting before we got started with the recording, but t- tell our listeners why you wanted to become a pharmacy owner. So why, why did I want to become a pharmacy owner? Uh, it, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of in my blood. Um, I'm, second, I'm a second-generation pharmacist. Uh, my father was, was, a, uh, was a, quote, unquote, the first-generation pharmacist in my family. Um, he made the rounds with certain chains throughout uh, part of his career and then decided one day, hey, I'm going to become a pharmacy owner. 
And, and from that time, that was about when I was six years old, uh, he decided to, to buy a pharmacy. And from about the time I was eight, if I wasn't in school, if I wasn't in sports, I was stocking shelves, scrubbing toilets, taking weeds out of the parking lot, there every Saturday helping out and uh, started that. And what, honestly, when I was in pharmacy school, I was doing a rotation for one of our major chains that are out there. And I don't want to use names, but sponsorship dollars or whatever. I, I don't want to affect any of that. And uh, I was there on rotation as a student uh, in a uh, kind of a cold weather climate. And I didn't have a locker while I was there. So I had a nice, you know, heavy coat. It was snowing outside when I was going into rotation. So I go in with my coat and my preceptor always just told me, I'll just go set it on the, on the chair in the back. Okay, great. We had to wear the white coat there, but it was snowing outside. So that parka on. And the loss prevention officer for this corporation came in and lost their ever-loving mind. There was a coat back behind the pharmacy. And one of the technicians just happened to mention that loss prevention officer that it was mine. And when he came over to me, uh, he started to berate me. And I just, I looked at him, I listened, and I tend to not take a lot of gruff over unnecessary actions. And I looked at him and I said, listen, I'm a pharmacy student. I've got $100,000 in student loan debt. If you think I'm going to put my livelihood at risk over a bottle of pills, you've got me all wrong. And that kind of soured me with, with chain pharmacy. Um, I, I'm a people person. I, I, I don't want to be locked in a basement and, and uh, uh, data entry. I'm uh, not my kind of thing. Uh, uh, Hospital-wise, I, I wanted to get out and start using my license and, and, and not go through residency and things like that. And so um, through my rotations, I had several uh, job offers where I was going to school, uh, forced some independence there that I had done rotations with or worked with uh, while I was there. And then, of course, Godot Dad swept in and said, hey, uh, I'd, I'd like for you to take over. I'd like for you to, to uh, come help me run, run this at the time. He was still practicing. And, uh, uh, and eventually it turned, it turned into, hey, we want you to, to, to run this and do this. And as I've continued to... to Keep the business going we've decided to expand and you know it, it enjoy kind of some of the fruits and the labors of being your own boss and making your own schedules and um running a business how you see fit that's kind of how i've how i've grew up in pharmacy um seeing my dad do it and seeing his friends do it uh, even the the former owners of, of elsa pharmacy uh would work for us at, at times and learning and learning the the trade from from even the older generation. I, I kind of come from two schools of pharmacy, the old school way, taking care of the patients, going out front, talking to your patients, and and doing all that. Um, we didn't see a lot of that in the '90s and the 2000s. It was kind of all volume based. The more prescriptions you could pump out, the, the and the faster it is, the better. Uh, to where now we're, we're we're kind of reverting back to that with all the clinical services and things that. It, it we're doing on a, on a from a community front, doing healthcare clinics and uh, uh, disease state management and, and things like that. And, and so I started bringing some of that in when I when I graduated. A lot has changed since your father ran the pharmacy, and part of those changes are the challenges that you have as a pharmacy owner. I don't have to tell you with regards to the incredibly difficult 
payment mechanisms that are in place that's being driven by the top three uh, reimbursing uh, PBMs that are out there. And we're seeing lots of reform, but it's still uh, quite stressful. And when I think of other aspects of change and things that have that have actually evolved in pharmacy ownership from, in your case, from one generation to the next, the other aspect of pharmacy ownership that has really changed, but there's been a lot of good that's come of it, even though technology can be frustrating, is technology. And it's interesting that you are using a system that is that is very advanced and quite different than probably what your father was used to. As a matter of fact, he may have used a typewriter um, at a time in order to mm-hmm. uh, type up the prescriptions. You probably remember that. But share with us the evolution from what you remember when you worked with your father um, to implementing an advanced system like RX Blue today. Kind of give us a map of of that experience. Oh man, it, 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 that's that is a huge, you know, from the old ribbon printers, uh, constantly just all day long to now, you know, we've we've got these silent laser jet printers that you know shooting out 55, 60 sheets a minute um, of paper to, uh, you know, utilizing an old DOS-based uh, computer system. And and even then, at one point, we did have a backup. I remember the backup typewriter sitting in the, in, on, in the back of one of the drug bays on the bottom shelf uh, growing up that, you know, if the computer systems went down, if that old DOS-based, uh, system went down to to now um, I can be here in Bakersfield uh, where where I live and I can log into to my system in Fraser Park which is about 45 minutes away and I can process prescriptions here if I need to or I can pull sales reports if I need to or if I'm doing my my uh, uh, narcotic reconciliation I can see what's in my inventory there right now uh, I and then, and then based off my ordering, I can go back in and I can do my reconciliation from home. Uh, I can remember many a weekend, dad saying, come on, dad, we, we got to go up to the store. I got to go run some reports uh, for the accountant or something. And, and, and not having that ability to, uh, to be, being able to log in remotely. Uh, I, I know a lot of the system uh, nowadays, you can through uh, virtual private networks, VPNs or, or, or other type login uh, remote access servers and things like that. Uh, but when I, when I log in remotely, I'm logging in directly to Blue. Uh, I'm not logging in through a, tunneling in through a VPN or through a, a remote access server. I'm going into the cloud uh, and, and getting all the data directly from them that, that I need. That's, that's another aspect of, of Blue too, is I don't, I can, I can remember growing up and having to run end of day reports and, uh, Wait for the wait. Oh, we got to wait twenty minutes for that tape backup to, to generate, and, and, and I got to go stack it in the, in the fireproof safe. You know, having a different tape backup for every day of the week. Um, all that's done right to the cloud. I don't. I don't have to worry about oh, if the pharmacy burns down, how am I going to keep everybody's records safe? Um, they're in the cloud, and so it's night and day as for what it was in nineteen eighty six to you know twenty twenty one now. Uh, I would have never expected to have robotic filling machines in my stores. Never expected to have um, a lot of the stuff that, that, 
that we're doing at, at any of the locations uh, then uh, as, as to what we're doing now. Hi, I made a comment about disruption to community pharmacy and let's push PBMs to the side for a second and let's talk about the, the ultimate disruptor. <laughs> That's right. Um, it just, it's the joy suck of pharmacy too. It, it sucks the joy out of, of being in the, in the pharmacy industry and it, I mean, we can get on that. So we'll have to have a follow-up on that because we have a series called PBM reform and we can definitely talk about that. But one of the disruptors is changing your pharmacy management system from from the status quo to to really getting on to a new system. So there, you have to be meticulous. You have to be planning. You have to have training. There's the physical conversion. I want you to talk with us about that experience because when I sold pharmacy management systems for eight years, it was the dreaded part of the process and building a relationship with that pharmacy owner. And in my case, it was institutional long-term care, but I also assisted in community pharmacies conversions. And it, I could see the stress on the face of the you know, second-in-command and the technicians and the pharmacy owner. And I've just heard several people that have talked with me because when we get involved with a technology, I really kind of dive in because I want to understand what makes it different. So what was different about the RX Blue conversion experience? Well, for me, when, when we when we went RX Blue, I, I say the pharmacy was a, was a startup, kind of a hybrid startup. Uh, the, the pharmacy that we started in Frazier Park, it was previously a pharmacy. It was called Frazier Park Pharmacy. It was there since 1968. It was owned by some folks who um, just couldn't make it work Unfortunately, um, and they had, to, and they and they chose to just kind of abruptly close. And, and when they did, um, I stepped in because I knew the owners and wanted to help the community uh, being able to be able to transition um, their their files to where they needed to go smoothly as possible. So I had their computer system from. Um, their previous computer systems uh, server, and, and I hired one of their former employees, and um, we, we facilitated, you know, getting the patients to the, to the pharmacy of their choosing uh, as, as easy as possible. It, it just so happened that we wound up retaining a lot of, of those those patients, and um, so I had the, the the former server there, and then when I when I reached out to Vince and, and his crew. Um, basically, the conversion was: here's the server, pull the files off for me, and um, I, I kind of said, "Tell me, tell me what we need to, uh, uh, what what computer systems I, I I need to buy, what are the specs and everything that I need to get set up for you guys for us to go live." And um, got all that. We we we, we um, reopened uh, the pharmacy. Uh, quite a few months later, there was some remodeling and some updating that we needed to do to that location. And basically, as soon as we turned on the computer and we opened RX Blue, all of the patient information, doctor information that was on that previous server was loaded in in, in blue. We had our trainers on site for about a week. Um, didn't need them the whole the whole week, um, but you know, have them have them train the, the clerks on on the point of sale system. 
uh, for a few days and then having them training, training the, uh, our data entry clerk, um, on, on the data entry aspect of it, you know, the hotkeys and, and different things do, and, and then having them, you know, train me how to, how to verify through the system, track and record all that, you know, for, for a day or so. As far as it, that process was extremely smooth, uh, a lot smoother than it had been for me in our other stores, transitioning from one uh, pharmacy management software to, to a different one. Uh, uh, it, it was very easy to, to, to transition. When I think of that process, which in, in my case, I experienced the fastest of conversions in workflow configuration in adoption from the teams and training, the 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 fastest I've ever seen it was three months in my case, and the majority of them were were sitting around that six month period, getting very frustrated. And we even had, unfortunately, I had some some clients that it was taking up to a year to get fully implemented and, and converted, where they were using the other pharmacy system um, ongoing because they needed other information from it, and that wasn't so much a fault of the program itself or the software system itself, but it was most definitely an issue of that organization that I was working with. It wasn't embracing the, in closing the loop and what it takes to run a pharmacy and changing your pharmacy software. So no matter how wonderful RX Blue could be, if you don't have a team that can train you help you design and manage and and parallel your workflows and be there for you on an ongoing basis in a in a customer service and support capacity then the beauty of the software itself is is diminished and so as a as a pharmacy owner how do you rate the simplicity and the intuitiveness of the system and and how does customer support play into this so for, for me, the, the system is, um, I, I don't, I don't want to say extremely simple because that, that makes it sound, oh gosh, it's, it's simple. Um, it, it, it's, it is, it's simple, but it's not simple. I mean, it, it does everything you ask it. It does it well and it does it without failure. Most, we're always going to have little bugs, little hiccups in computer programs. I don't care if you're using US1, RX. 30 RX Blue, Script Pro, whoever you use, there's always, there's always a technical glitch. Um, but the amount of technical glitches I've had with RX Blue versus my other vendors that, that, that we use that are other locations have been minuscule uh, in, in comparison. Uh, as far as it comes down to customer service, our customer rep, uh, Ron, uh, honestly, we call him. If, he's not, if he doesn't pick up, he returns our call with him. I think the longest I've ever waited for a callback from, from him is 15 minutes. And that was because he was driving and then he needed to, to get to the next uh, uh, rest stop or, or off ramp where he could sit and, and log in through his hotspot and, and figure out what was going on with our, with, with the issue. Um, uh, that's the beautiful thing about what these guys do is if, even if they're on the road, uh, I've had, I've, I've had conference calls with these guys while they're on site at a, at a new, uh, install um, and and 
done these zoom type deals with them with the new owners standing behind them and they've called me to say hey ty we we had this issue with your store and and, and what was the workaround we, we we went around with on that i forgot to put it in my notes and so we'll go over that real quick with with them and uh the, the new owner right there and anytime i, I need a customization it's like i i had one of my Kirby Lester's had, had uh, pill counters had decided to pass on and uh, instead of uh, refurbishing that 20 year old unit I said you know what it's it's time to, to upgrade and and to help out uh, with with a few other uh, concerns that I had we went ahead and purchased a, a, an icon unit and I asked I asked uh, Vance I said hey do you guys have an interface yet for icon I said well what's icon and I said well, it's the it's the it's the picture um, tablet counter it stores images and, and that way if you know someone comes to you and says uh, I didn't get enough of this this medication here you can pull up the image and say no it, it you know either yeah yes or no uh-huh. uh, here here's here's your script image that was taken and and here's how many pills you got and he said no no he goes huh he goes give me a week and and within within about a week, week and a half, we had um, a, 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 an interface set up. And so I became the beta test site for the, for the interface on that. I've been working with it now for, I want to say, close to six months, uh, and I haven't had any issues with it. And, uh, it's just, you know, any, anytime I come up with something, hey, or, or you know, I was, I was looking at doing um, home delivery uh, at, at Fraser Park location right now. We don't do a home home delivery because it, it is a, a rural mountain uh, community. Um, a lot of the roads aren't paved, and um, so high clearance vehicles and, and things like that need need, need to have. Started to look at it at, at delivery, um, and when I mentioned delivery to them, they already had, had decided we need to, to get a delivery uh, remote signature capture to, uh, app set up, and sure enough, they got that done and. Uh, any type of customer reports I need, is, or I'll call, I'll call them and hey, I, I need to, to find these numbers uh, in, in my system. Is, is there a report that we have on that? Well, not really, but let me let me get some to you in, in about an hour. Boom, customer report right there, no problem, no charge. Um, this computer, these these guys look at, at running their business and and and, and not, not just business partner partnerships but personal part- partnerships and that's uh, something that rings true with me uh, um, being in this business for so long is there's so many one-sided business opportunities um, that it always in, in, in business world it, it seems like there's so many other people out there trying to get you on board for something but does it really benefit both parties this is it a quote-unquote 360 win for is everyone uh, um, you know, is it a full circle win for everyone that's involved that's within that circle, or is it kind of a oblongish, one sided? And with with these guys, their whole thing is three sixty win. They they want independent. They're independent. They want independence to function well, and and that's what I I really like. Ty, there's some complexities of being a pharmacy owner that has multiple locations especially when you're designing workflows 
and an opportunity mm-hmm. to leverage technology that would allow you to quote unquote load balance if one store is busier than another. I'd like you to talk with our listeners right now about that RX Blue experience with multiple locations and how you mentioned you can log into any of your stores from wherever you are as long as you have an internet connection. So talk to us about um, growing your pharmacy business, uh, a multi-store owner in leveraging the power of RX Blue. Well, right now, um, you know, with what we're doing, uh, load balance wise, that was something that was really big was that when we first opened the doors uh, up there, it was a, a, a kind of a, a rush of people to come in and to really uh, uh, want to start using that location because they were tired of drive. The nearest, closest other pharmacy is at least a 45 minute drive away. And that's if there's no traffic. And so <clears throat> the, the community up there really embraced this. And my staff that opening month between me on the phone, transferring in, in prescriptions from every other uh, big box store uh, with, within a few mile radius um, uh, to people walking in with, with their scripts, you know, in hand, it started to overwhelm them because when we went live, they weren't used to the computer system. Uh, and so they were, they were learning the system. They're trying to type as fast as they can trying to fill as fast as we can, right? trying to get you know the customers in and out as fast as we can. Of course, everybody wanted to come see the new shiny thing in town. And um, I was able to, to bring in extra laptops extremely fast and pull some staff from, from Bakersfield um, and, and um, being able to remotely scan images so that I could I could ha- I could have people log in on on my laptop from a different location and start doing some data entry to get that flow going, uh, so that the people learning to do the data entry were n- not under so much stress, uh, because you know the stress of learning a new system, the stress of having that patient standing there in front of the lab or walking around the store asking, "Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet?" Um, you, you know, plus with the, the mass of, of people coming in uh, just to just to be a looky loop, uh, as I like to call them, um, just it, it was it was fantastic because, you know, every most of the other computer systems out there, it's got to be a set machine. It, it, the, the programs have to be preloaded on. Uh, they, they have to uh, uh, some of these systems out there, they have to have their own dedicated uh, uh, what, what they call a hard line or an Ethernet cable, their own dedicated Ethernet cable from the server directly to uh, that workstation. And, and you know, I, I can take my laptop on Wi-Fi and I'm out there on the front counter just going through someone's um, um, chart uh, uh, with them. Uh, that having, having that ability to, to do that to me is, is second to none. What it seems like, what I hear and what I've heard from other pharmacy owners using the system is it's modernized the pharmacy management system and it, and it's brought us to today's platforms, today's open systems, today's ability to workload balance between multiple locations. This isn't just pharmacy. This is 
textile manufacturers. This is the law industry that has, um, you know, Kirkpatrick and Lockhart that has a location in Pittsburgh and 25 other locations throughout the, the nation with complex documentation and sharing information and CRM systems, customer relationship management. This is all modern technology. And it's funny, not funny, that Ty, that we know that pharmacy has sometimes lingered behind from a technological perspective. In the case of RX Blue, we're right there in, in, in we're able to share in the advancements of technology that have nothing to do with pharmacy specifically, but have everything to do with growing a small business and not thinking how this could limit you because now you have to drive from Fraser to Bakersfield to do something or check on something. You don't have to, you're, you can do that from, like you said, anywhere that there's a internet connection and you can log in and, and make assessments and do reporting. And that's big for scalability that that's big for any pharmacy owner who wants to feel in control, or at least have the option of being in control of a, of a, of a multi-set a multi-location uh, pharmacy organization. So that's exciting to hear as well. And I'm wondering how does how does this play into the map in your head when you think of being a business owner? How's this playing out in, in your expansion um, of either growing the three locations uh, with services and, and, and other things that can be profit infusing to you or even uh, expanding into other locations? So yeah, that's in that um, because that was something that Vince and I were were actually discussing a couple of weeks ago uh, when when he was asking me to, to uh, if I'd be interested in coming on your podcast. Is what, what he was asking me? Well, what can we what can we do to, to expand this? How can we get this? Um, you, you know, what what can we do? Uh, they're they're looking at, at, at partnering with different CRM firms whether it be digital pharmacists or constant contact or, you know, some of these other places that are, that are doing these automated calling, but having it all in one window yep. uh, uh, or, or having a, 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 you know, if someone's calling in via the a CRM call an alert on, on, on a station so that you can access it, right. You're not, you're not all tabbing through 50 different programs, trying to check your email um, who's on line one because it's a CRM call. Or, uh, you know, those kinds of things. They're, these guys have a background in pharmacy, but they're also computer nerds. <laughs> uh, whereas, whereas most of the other vendors I've ever worked with are computer nerds first, and then they try to figure out pharmacy. Because pharmacy is a, a completely different animal than any of the other industries out there that utilize uh, computers. Uh, I, I talked to other computer people about Hey, this is how this works, and this is, and they're like, we've never seen any programs that do anything like that, and and so uh, people with computer backgrounds they go in, into pharmacy, um, don't really understand how pharmacy works. These guys understand how pharmacy works, but they also try to try to go, okay, this is how the flow of intake to outtake works in a pharmacy. They know the behind the bench working. How do we make a computer system that fits that? Um, or they can be customizable at that. And, and that's something that I think we've done here uh, with, with the RX Blue system. Um, the other thing that you mentioned is, is multiple locations. Uh, right now, I only have RX Blue lo uh, loaded in at one location. Um, but 
it can if for for those other owners that are out there that have multiple locations, uh, hopefully within the same geographical location, you, you, this now can you can centralize your your basically your 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 um, what, what they call it centralize your files, mm-hmm. and so you you can you can then transfer files uh, like two of my stores in Bakersfield are only about uh, seven to 10 miles apart and depending upon which direction you take. And sometimes we get patients that, that go back and forth. Well, those computer systems aren't linked. So we have to do a manual transfer every time through a VPN. Um, so we're, we're not having to call each other all the time, but now you can just pull that file from store A to store B through your centralized filing system. and you know, that puts us on par with what the, the, the Walgreens and the CVSs and the Rite Aids and the big box stores um, of this world do. Um, and, and so it, it puts yep. you on that playing field. And it puts you, and it puts you there at a price point that's, that's um, doable within an independent pharmacist budget. You have other responsibilities, obviously, your family, friends, but you also play a role in a buying group as, as a board of director member, and there's influence that you have on more than just your own business because you're looked to as a leader from those other members. What are you sharing with your buying group about technology and how they need to pay attention to technology in order to grow their businesses? So yes, I, I am a member of a, of a group organization or the acronym stands a GPO. It's, it's, uh, it was called Pharmacy Franchisees Owners of America. Uh, we just recently changed our name to Pharmacy Owners of America. Uh, we've taken the franchisee aspect of it out, and I am I'm on I'm a sitting board member for them. I was uh, been a, a member of their GPO now for seven, uh, almost eight years. Um, uh, it coincidentally is an independent GPO where we're independent of any um, true affiliation with any one wholesaler. Um, so it allows us to uh, contract with, with as many wholesalers as we want. Uh, primaries, secondaries, best, best deals out there possible um, uh, we try to get. And so we have prime vendor agreements with uh, Cardinal, uh, Amerisource, uh, we just decided not to, to renegotiate with uh, McKesson uh, recently. Uh, and then a lot of the secondaries we have um, on board as well, uh, tertiaries and, and other programs uh, involve a great deal on toner uh, for a company out of Texas, out of Trinity, Texas, or Trinity out of, out of Texas. Um, great, great prices on, on toners for all of our members through that. Uh, as, as you know, um, uh, computer paper, printer, ink, it, it can get pretty pricey. Uh, we have a, a great deal with, with Ananda for CBD products uh, to, to, for our members. But once again, it's an independent GPO. It, it's not one of these that's tied in. It's not a good neighbor pharmacy, which our, our stores were good neighbor pharmacy stores for over 30 years. Um, I, I've come to find out in this industry as an independent pharmacist 
uh, the most valuable aspect of your pharmacy is, is not you. It's uh, not your, well, it is your patients, but it really is not your patients. It's your data. And when you're transmitting all this data back and forth to these PBMs and, and through your, your switches and your um, computer system, what, what's most important is all those little packets of data going back and forth. That's what that's where the real money is. Just like it's like Facebook. It's like Facebook's free. Facebook makes money off of selling. You're you're the yep. product. Uh, they they take all your packages of information, all those little links and clicks and uh, likes and heck smiley faces you're doing on Facebook. They turn around and they take that, and that's what they sell. They sell that to these big conglomerates, and 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 that's why you're sitting at home talking to your significant other about. You know, going to Six Flags Magic Mountain, you log into Facebook, there's 15 ads all for Six Flags Magic Mountain. Come this weekend, $45 only. Uh, that's what's important is your data. And so from from pharmacy management system, uh, utilizing an independent uh, system, uh, several of, of, of the, the more well-known systems out there have evolved merged and joined and been bought by hedge funds or been bought by uh, uh, shadow companies for, for certain three-letter uh, conglomerates that are out there uh, that, that I, I don't want to mention here. But uh, yeah, it, it, these guys are uh, independent. Uh, keeping your PSAO, uh, your, your contracting arm of your uh, pharmacy independent. I use an independent PSAO. Uh, uh, like I said, a GPO that's independent. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when it comes to, to drug wholesaling, uh, it's really hard to, to, to find an independent wholesaler. Uh, I was with one until it finally was uh, acquired by uh, one of the big three. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, the, the, keeping your data yours and not in the hands of someone else that can then turn around and sell it to someone else. Um, it's, it, that's what's, that's, what's important. Keep it, you know, utilizing that data for yourself and that that's what'll make you, you, you be more successful because yeah. it's not all about counting pills and, and how many prescriptions a day you can get out. It's, it's, it's about taking care of your patients, it's about, uh, providing, uh, services. Uh, that's what, what will make you successful. Hi, I'm really enjoying this conversation with you. We have to have you back and really just talk about some specific modules. I'd really like to dig into inventory management and the, the, the strain of predictive guessing or predictive understanding based on metrics of where you're consuming um, medications for, for your specific uh, patient base. And it, it may differ from Frazier to Bakersfield to your other store and so on, but that in of itself is, is a very important um, portion of pharmacy management systems and technology. So we'll have to have you back. But Ty, I've really enjoyed talking with you today about RxBlue and really, uh, really appreciate you. Um, and also, uh, you know, kudos to you. You're my hero as a pharmacy owner. I always uh, deem myself pharmacist's number one fan and, um, and community pharmacy has always held a very special place in my heart because I I know based and soaking in this since 2004, what you're going through as a pharmacy owner and, um, and just 
just bravo to you for for growing this business as a second generation pharmacy owner. No, thank you very much. That has been a pleasure to be here with you today. We were talking with Ty Stout. He's a pharmacy owner. Three different pharmacies using uh, a multitude of different strategies and growing his business. But Ty invested in RX Blue for a reason. I want you to just take a look at it. Go to rxblu.com. Once again, that's rxblue.com. We'll have links in the show notes as well as a link to um, ask questions of Ty in his email. And um, you guys are our champions. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please share this episode with another pharmacy owner. And as always, I thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you.